Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we're back. We are back, William, and... Unfortunately, it feels like it's still winter. I, you know, I always bring up weather because it, it really dictates my mood. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, we have it cold over here. Uh, it, we had a, a, a taste of summer of the eighty degrees last week, but uh, uh, mm. they're doing the okie doke on us now. So, right. And by yeah. the time people hear this, you know, hopefully, the weather will have flipped. You know, because we we pre-record these lovely interviews, but yeah, but I'm making it. You know, and it's kind of cool. This this week, I think we're like we're hitting some major areas of America in doing this <laughs> interview. You're in DC, <laughs> I'm in Chicago, and our guest is on the West Coast in LA. So we all this is over. Be fun. We all over. Yeah. We're all over. Okay. So, yeah, you know what? You know, typically Will has a wonderful music tip for our audience. Um, but today, Will didn't do that. No, I'm just playing. I'm putting you on the spot. But I love you, Will. You always do such a good job yeah. <laughs> with the music tip. But I think we're going to get a lot of tips once we get this interview going. So it's all right. Yep. Yep. Okay. We got th- this okay. interview is going to have be chock full of tips anyway. So. I think yeah. that made up for it. It made up for it. So that that's our excuse for today. But um, I am excited. We're going to go straight and, and introduce our guest today. And I am so, I, I'm like bubbling over because this guest, I've known this guest, hmm, I think we've known each other probably about five years or so, maybe five or six years. But what's really cool, we, we don't have a musician today. We, we do not have a musician. We do not have a music um, executive. We have on the other side um, that is a huge part of being a musician. We have a videographer with us today, um, a filmmaker. And before I have him kind of introduce himself more, if you follow me and my music and um, have watched my official music videos or my um, video EPKs, today we're talking to the Superman behind all of those videos because he's he is my guy. And I think I only have one professional um, official music video that he did not shoot. Shh, don't tell him I said that. But anyway, but every, everything else that you will see by me is shot by this just really amazing, um, amazingly talented um, videographer, filmmaker, director. And so I would like to welcome Damon Jamal. Hi, Damon. Hey. Woo. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were supposed to have the applause. Oh, well, I brought my own. I think I, think I can put that in. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Insert applause. Yes, insert Click. applause. Click. Ah, I'm so excited to have you. I, you know, I could, I could talk about you forever because I think you're just, you're really dope. Like you are, you're a dope person, not just in what you do, but just a person. And what you guys hear from him today, like this is how he always is. He, in stressful moments, 
in column moment. I mean, he's just he's just a really funny, laid back, great, humble uh, guy. So, Damon, can you tell us a little bit about what you do, um, how you kind of got into um, shooting music videos and um yeah, let's just start there. We'll start there because I got a lot of other questions, but let's start there. Well, first of all, thank you very much. <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you very much for having me, you know, on, on your show, Will and uh, Kenya. I, I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's yeah. first off. No. Go, and then, then Kenya, thank you for that. Uh, that's, that was a great intro. That was, I'm, I think I need to, <laughs> I mean, it's recorded, so I'm a definitely. I need to put it on my on my next reel or something. I don't know. <laughs> right, it's pretty, it's right. pretty good. But um, let's see. So, what's the question? How did how did things start? Is that started? Yeah. How did you How did you get? Well, first of all, to explain what you do because I think you know you're not just you don't just shoot music videos. You're way more than that. So maybe just explain a little bit more what you do, um, a little bit more of what you do, and then yeah, how you what your background is, how you got here. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm a filmmaker. Um, What I do is I make films, essentially, Um, whether it be feature films, short films, music videos, they're all films, you know? I mean, some are shorter than others, some are longer than others, some have audio, some don't, you know I mean? Like, some have dialogue, some don't, but, you know, they're all narratives. That's what I do, is I do narratives, so... um, yeah, so I mean, uh, the start was I started in the Bay Area in Oakland um, in '07, back in the uh, back in the MySpace days, and um, wow. yeah, remember that? Oh good, yeah, good times. Your top yeah. eight. Remember your top eight? Uh huh. Top eight. Everybody's I've actually mad. been getting emails getting... recently from MySpace. I've, I've been getting emails from MySpace. Have Have you guys? Any, I don't know. I thought that was weird, but. Keep going. <laughs> what the top eight was weird? No, I, I've been getting recent emails from MySpace. Like, check out your MySpace. <clears throat> well, you know, Justin Timberlake brought it back a few years ago. He he bought he bought MySpace mm. and he's trying to make it popular again. But anyways, oh, moving on. Anyway, see, there's a tip. See, there's a music. I don't know. Yeah, music tip. MySpace <laughs> yeah, is coming back. Sign up to MySpace. <laughs> that is not a music tip. Oh, That's not a music well, tip. It's anyway, a, it's a tip to avoid. All tips can't be good, right? I mean, some tips suck. <laughs> this is a sucky tip. Sucky tip number one: oh, join my MySpace God. and upload your music. Sucky tip. <laughs> Anyways, um, terrible. Good times, though. Oh, um, gosh. But yeah, I started back back in the. I, I was actually, um, I was actually working with artists as a. Uh, I had like a. I wouldn't say like a record. Like I mean, technically it was a label, but I was just working with like two artists. I had a, um, a DJ and a rapper, and um, and I was basically like the the, the uh, I started a company. And I was a studio engineer slash CEO slash promotion guy. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So basically I was, I was, uh, we were recording music. We were making, uh, like mixtapes and stuff. And in the process of the, in the process of that, I needed to, um, to make a visual to, to promote the album that we were about to, about to drop. So, um, I just wanted to make something like a little, like two, you know, one minute, two minute video, you know, for MySpace, just to put up on MySpace to, to help promote the album. So I, I reached out to like different, you know, different directors, different videographers or whatever. 
different little production companies to do that project. And, you know, they all wanted like thousands of dollars. And I'm like, but it's just like a little one minute promo thing. It's like real simple. And I felt like they just wanted too much money. And I felt like I could do it myself. So I just bought a camera. I bought a camera. Um, I, I, bought, I bought it off Craigslist. I bought a camera for like a thousand bucks, like a, a you know, a, a semi-professional camera. And, you know, I figure, you know, I'm kind of a nerd. It's like everything is just, you know, at the time it was like firewire. You just plug stuff in and move it around. So I bought a camera, recorded a few things, played with it and figured out how to, you know, how to edit and how to create stuff. And it's all, you know, it's all digital. So it's not like, uh, you know, if you're creative, you can just, you can just do it. It's just, you know, like Pro, Pro Tools or GarageBand. You just, you know, you record the stuff and then you move stuff around, add a few filters and make it work. <laughs> so um so i did that and um i created a cool little promo for the project and uploaded it and it came out i mean you know it was my first project it wasn't anything spectacular but people liked it and um specifically they liked the the, the promo video and a lot of people were asking asking me like well who did that like that was pretty cool man and i was like i did it and they were like what you did it and I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, can you do one for me? And I was like, yeah, just give me a couple hundred bucks and I'll do one for you too. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I didn't even know what to charge or whatever. I was just like, a couple hundred bucks sounded cool. And I mean, it was fun. So I was still learning how to do stuff. So if somebody could pay me a couple hundred bucks to like figure out how to do something and it's fun, kind of seems like a... A win on my part. Win-win. Hopefully a win-win because it, hopefully it'll come out good. So they win too. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. So anyway, so I did, uh, I started doing little, you know, little videos for, for people and like little promo videos. And then that turned into, um, I did a documentary. My first real project was a documentary I did on an artist, um, a well-known artist, um, out, out in Oakland. His name was Mr. Fab. Um, back then he was like a kind of a semi-famous battle rapper and, um, you know, he had albums and stuff. So, uh, I did that and then that just kind of led me to other documentaries, other little hip hop documentaries. And that led me to short films and that led me to music videos and that led me to feature films. And that's kind of where I am today. You know, really, my, my my focus is feature films, but every now and then I slide in a music video here, a short film there. But um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how things started. So, I mean, you know, and essentially, uh, I just learned from just doing it. You know, it was it was fun, and I I just did it and created stuff. And if it sucked, then I try not to do that again. And if it was good, I tried to duplicate that and build off of that. And so. That's how I got to where I am today. Yeah. On the job training. Yeah. OJT. Complete. That is, that is so, you know, you told me, you didn't give me as much details now, but I, you know, I know kind of basically how you had gotten into it. And every time I hear this, I'm just in shock because Damon's work, I mean, to, to know that you never, you know, you didn't go to film school and, you know, train under blah, 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 and be a PA at this production and then come. I mean, that you really literally just developed yourself. Um, I mean, I because your work, you know, we're going to give all the 
um, social media tags and handles and all that. So people can kind of see what you've done. And, you know, like I said, he's done most of my videos. That's just awesome. That's that's because your work is so ridiculous. Like it's just so strong. And to know that you, you know, self did that is um, I think that's really inspiring. And I hope people kind of recognize that, although clearly the gift has sat in you and you just maybe hadn't tapped into it until that opportunity. You got something because. I don't know if I could self-train myself like that. <laughs> I mean, I think I think people can train themselves on anything that they are passionate about, you know, whether right, it be right. singing, dancing, you know, filming, writing. Like if you're passionate about it cuz I mean like film when when did film school start? Like that's that's a new thing. I mean, but you know, it's like you know, when did there was always a time when there wasn't a school that existed for the thing that you want to do. So, exactly. you know what I mean? So, you know, you don't you don't necessarily I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with school. But I mean, right. it just depends. You know, I mean, film school yeah. is really expensive. I didn't have film school money. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had, you know, I had a thousand dollars for a camera. That was that was all of my money. And I and you know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. film school costs tens of thousands of dollars. So, I mean, I just, my film school was, was filming and then that money, you know, that I would have to pay to, you know, to, to film school, I paid to buy equipment and, you know, build the business and create a production company. So yeah, no, it's been fun though. I mean, I've got to work with great artists like you, Kenya, um, you know, a wide gamut of artists from, you know, like you on, on like the Neo Soul tip to, R&B artists like Cassie and hip hop artists like Rick Ross and Gunplay and E40 and Too Short and Kendrick Lamar and all types of people, you know, to, to great to, to actors and actresses. Um, you know, I, I just did a film and we had Omar Gooding in there. Um, that was pretty cool. Actually, we had, a, um, we had a, um, we had a, it, it, we just did like a romantic comedy um, last month in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, a feature film. Mm-hmm. It'll be hopefully it should be coming out as a Netflix original. I hope I'm not getting ahead of the interview. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, we, we no actually, no you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had uh, we had Angie Stone in there actually playing a, a really great mm-hmm. role and she was hilarious. So just to tie into mm-hmm. the to the music podcast. Um, so you got yeah. yeah you guys will you guys will love to see that because. You've never seen Angie like this. This is like a really great role. I don't want to even give it away, wow. but she's kind of playing kind of like a cougar trying to take down her <laughs> her sexy neighbor that's a DJ, the young dude that's a DJ. And, you know, so, yeah, I don't want to want to go too far. Nice. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, nice. it's pretty cool. But, anyways, the film is called Last Night a DJ Saved My Life. And, um... Ah, it's got some great people in it, some great performances. Um, some of our cat, some of our crew was uh, a couple times were crying during while we were filming because some of the performances were were so powerful. But it, it is actually a comedy, so it's interesting because it's you know it's a wide gamut of of, of emotional stuff, um, you know, comedy wow. and, uh, and and some you know some some drama in there. So. Yeah, so it's a good film, and um, I'm proud of it. I think it's actually my best work so far, and um, nice. yeah, I'm excited to, to for people to see it. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I wanted, saw. Uh, I'm say, sorry. I was going to say I saw on your Instagram. I was just going to let you know. I did see some. Uh, some. I think you had posted the promo um, a couple it. things. But yeah, or just I saw Angie Stone and um, Omar. I, I saw you. Yeah, this, we yeah, just posted ahead, some pictures. We we created an Instagram site for it, and I and I uploaded a. Yeah, I mean, of course, I just uploaded like some behind the scenes and some still shots from the film, just so people could get get a little taste, you know. Of what's to come. Yeah, that, that's actually key. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that one. But just to, to circle back to uh, when you were talking about um, teaching yourself, uh, I did exactly the same thing with, with my music. Um, my first recording, uh, excuse me, not my first, my second one. First recording, I spent a lot of money in a studio and it was like, wait a minute. I could just take that mm-hmm. money and buy the equipment yeah. and then learn how to use the equipment. And yeah. then I'd be good to go. Absolutely. So that's what I did for my second recording. And I just, and from then on, it was just, that's how I learned how to mix and engineer and all of that stuff. And I met some great engineers who actually trained me. Uh, shout out to E.L. Copeland, um, if he's listening. So yeah, he, he mixes, mixed for Sting and a whole bunch of other people, but he taught me how to mix. And that was, uh, that's the other thing. You come across a lot of great people once you start doing what you do and you get tips here and there and, and all that stuff. So um, yeah, invest in yourself and that, that's the education. I think, you know, if you want to look at it that way, tip number two, um, but tip number two, <laughs> invest tip in yourself. Two. That's a sucky, that's the good, a good tip, good tip number two, good tip, tip number one, yeah. tip number two overall. <laughs> no, I, I agree but, with uh, you. Will. I, I, um, I started with, you know, with pro tools and I learned how to same thing. Like I just learned how to record myself too you know, well, not record myself, but how to record. And I was recording, you know, artists. And, um, yeah, I mean, especially nowadays, it's, I mean, obviously it's more advanced. I was, I did that, you know, 10 years ago, but, um, today there's even more, you, you know, back then it was a lot of, you know, a lot of plugins. Um, and then, you know, you combine that with the hardware, the dig, you know, the software with the hardware, but nowadays there's so many plugins that mimic, you know, all the hardware it's like you don't you know yes. you literally from your laptop you can you can have like state-of-the-art you know digital plugins that look just like the hardware and, and mimic it and really just you know mix and master your whole album record mix and master i mean as you guys know you know you can do it yourself mm-hmm. and then yeah the, the the hard part is you know well the harder part is when you have to you know actually you know, mix and master. So maybe that's something you could farm out, but will, like you said, you can learn how to do that too. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a art. Yep. That, that is a lot harder than simply hitting the, the red button. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, right. Exactly. But exactly. it is something you can yeah. learn. It is something that people learn every day, you know, but once again, I think it's something that you have to be passionate about and be into it. Otherwise you're going to get bored quick looking at EQs and, yeah. And, you know, oh, this is at seven hertz and this is at whatever hertz. Like, right. my mind is. I'm glad that you I'm glad you just said that, because like I've been a lot of times as a singer, you know, producers will approach me and say, oh, I you know, want to work with you. So can you just, you know, record the vocals, you know, just go set up a little bit of a studio in your basement and just do and just and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I could do that. But I, I would kill myself. Like, I don't, I don't enjoy that at right. all. And so, <laughs> yeah, then don't know, do it. I, if you don't I enjoy don't, it, don't do it. It's right. supposed to be fun. 
Right. right. And so for artists, you know, don't feel that, you know, yes, if it's if it's a passion and you feel like, you know, it's something that you can do and, you know, you really get into it. Absolutely. Um, but if it isn't something, you know, um, you know, you got to you got to kind of know where your your boundaries are. But at the same time, I think being an artist, there's going to be somewhere because there's so many things we do. You know, so many things. So you at some point you're going to have to self-teach, you know, um, because otherwise, you know, who has the who who has the budget and the means? But well, yeah, that's, that's the other thing, too. Made... It depends on your budget. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you literally have mm-hmm. no budget and you have to do everything yourself, then that's what it is. But if you have money to right. invest in yourself, then you certainly should do that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And and one other thing you you had hit on when you you said for your the the Netflix show, uh, you all did a bunch of um, stills and some other you know clips and everything to promote it. Uh, that's another tip. Um, if you all have a show, if you all have a recording coming up uh, or whatever, if you're an artist, uh, do some videos, do some some images of you in a studio, do do just document the process, and right. that will go a long way to help promote what you're doing. So. Yeah. Never be afraid to promote yeah. yourself because who else is? <laughs> yeah. Right. You have to be, I tell people all the time, you have to be your own today show. You have to be your own good morning America. You have yep. to be your own Barbara Walters. Like, you know who when you're, you know, they, the mainstream. I don't know about that Barbara Walters reference. I was a little dated. Kenya. Let's, Let's go. Okay, I'm sorry, but I know she's old. <laughs> no, but she used to do those beautiful, you. you know, those those beautiful interviews, you know, where it was just these long hour, just blissful, you know, sitting in a garden. But anyway, yes, that is that is old. <laughs> and they had that but, filter, that super um, Barbara Walters filter that <laughs> right was really soft and wispy. <laughs> like, yeah, diffused. It, it took out all the wrinkles. Yeah, yeah, all her wrinkles. <laughs> And the guests, it took out the other guests' wrinkles out too. But yeah, now you, you kind of, <laughs> you kind of just, you kind of name drop, uh, Damon. Like you just, oh yeah, I just, you know, I, I work with Rick Ross and you know Kendrick Lamar, and it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So okay, can we just back up just a little bit? Yeah, that, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I'm just rambling. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. No, it's, it's not, I don't know. I don't know. That's that very LA. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm just playing, but yeah. Okay. So let's back up a little bit to go from sitting up, teaching yourself. And obviously, yes, you, you do something, it spreads. People are like, Oh, you know, I like your stuff. Can you hook me up? And you know, I can get that kind of organic growing. Is that how the Kendrick Lamar situation or how, how did, I mean, cause now we're hitting some pretty big names. Um, so, how did all, I mean, let's see all right so so here's what i did um i was doing like uh, you know yeah the story left out where i was uh you know working with artists and i created the the video for myspace so that went good so look so then so things started growing so i was doing the um i was doing both you know music and film um so you know i was i was promoting these artists that that were essentially on my label and at the same time, I was, you know, doing other projects um, for, for, you know, other video projects for other artists. So um, what I did was <clears throat> I joined forces with a, uh, a cat out in, uh, out in Oakland that was doing music as well. His name was Dame Fame. We, ironically, we both were da- Damons, but, uh, but people <laughs> call him Dame Fame. And he, uh, he was okay. a manager. He managed... He managed a lot of local artists 
And so we decided to um, put our money together and we opened an office. I mean, I already had an office. I had like a small little studio, like literally like 10 by 10, like a little 100 square foot, you know, studio <laughs> slash office. So mm-hmm. we put our money together. We got like a thousand, a thousand square foot office. And um, and basically one side of it was a studio and the other side of it was, um, you know, kind of a, a film office. And so, um, by me being around him, he always had artists coming through all the time, like, you know, different local artists. And, um, by me being affiliated with him, I was able to meet a lot of artists, you know, cause they literally would come in the door all the time and they would see me working on stuff. Cause where my, where my part, where my, uh, like kind of station was, was right by the door. So they would walk by and see me working on different you know, little documentaries and stuff that I was doing at the time. So naturally, you know, artists are like, Hey, Oh, you, you filming stuff. I need you to film something for me. So, you know, that kind of started, you know, growing my clientele for music. Um, and then, you know, it just kind of, as I was working with local artists out in the Bay, um, I just started building a name for myself. And honestly, the first, my first, like, um, kind of like well-known per like i was just working with a lot of like no-name artists but we're not i shouldn't say no-name mm-hmm. artists but artists that were kind of coming up you know what i mean just like i was mm-hmm. but then um you know and i was i was shooting videos like every week like one or two videos a week literally mm-hmm. sometimes more wow and um it, it was a grind it was crazy but it, it was good it was fun and then one day mm-hmm. i happened to be in a studio and I was doing a project for somebody else and E40 was in that studio. And, you know, I mean, you guys, you guys probably aren't like E40 fans because it's a different, I mean, well, you know, it's just a different. Yeah. But I yeah. know, but I'm aware of E40. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying like in the Bay Area, like E40 was that guy. You know what I mean? Like if you're in the Bay, like E40 was the guy. It was like E40 and Mm. Too Short. Those are like the number one and two, you know what I mean? Or really number one and Mm -hmm. one. Those are like the biggest Mm -hmm. hip hop artists in the Bay. So I was in the studio and I ran into E40 and E40 knew who I was. You know what I mean? And I I was like, what? He was like, yeah, I've been hearing about you, David Jamal. Your name been ringing bells out here. I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, okay. Well, you know, I mean, obviously, I, I, you know, I grew up on listening to E40, so that was like huge for me. Yeah. And so he like take down my number, let's let's work. And I was like, wow, okay. So you know, of course, awesome. I took down his number, and you know, probably like a few weeks later, we were we were shooting, and um, you know, so wow. I started started working with E40, and then you know that just led to everybody else, and then I um, yeah, I moved to, I moved to LA. You know, I essentially in the Bay, like, I, you know, I work with everybody that I could work with. I work with all the big names that were out there at the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I literally shot probably a couple dozen videos for E40. You know what I mean? After that first wow. one, we shot dozens. And it was fun and it was mm-hmm. great. But it was like I wasn't growing. Like I was kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I hit a ceiling. So, you know, mm-hmm. my goal was to to do to do films you know i mean ironically like years earlier i had written like scripts you know i didn't know that i was going to get into film i just always like writing like in school like i like creative writing 
And, you know, I, I like stories. So I, I just wrote, just happened to write like a couple of scripts or whatever, not knowing that I would ever like be a director. Like I didn't even know what a director mm-hmm. was. Number one. Number two, mm-hmm. at that time, you know, say like the 2000s, like you didn't you know, like digital film didn't really exist. Right. So the only way right. to you know, like you couldn't just become a director. Like, you, of course, like you had to go to film school and all that type of stuff. <laughs> Nobody owned right. cameras that, you know, the, of, of a quality that could produce a feature film that that literally didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So after I started, um, you know, like I said, the all the MySpace stuff or whatever, all those little videos, that's when the technology started evolving to where digital film started catching up to you know actual analog film and so um so then you know i I happened to luckily you know i was blessed to be born at the right time i guess to where now technology (laughs) has evolved to now where i could start shooting my own stuff so you know i moved to la um you know bought a bought a real actual camera a red for those that that mm-hmm. know the technology, the Red Epic, mm-hmm. in, in in particular, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That's that's a camera. It, it first got used on um, like Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson, the director mm-hmm. of that, bought a bunch mm-hmm. of Reds and mm-hmm. and filmed Lord of the Rings. And then, of course, now it's I mean, you know, every every you know, it's there's a long list of projects that are shot on mm-hmm. Red, from Pirates of the Caribbean to Spider Man to to whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so, you know, I, I, I got a red and just, you know, started, started shooting my own films and short films and feature films. And, you know, and at, at the same time working with bigger artists, uh, music artists out here in LA. So, um, I hooked up, I actually hooked up with, um, a friend of mine. It's just, I, I can't even get into all the connections, but essentially <laughs> I was introduced to Diddy. That's really what happened. Mm. And um, okay. and I, I linked up with, I, I started a cool rapport with a guy, um, his name is Video Chris. I actually saw him in Oakland a few days ago. He Ironically, he's out there doing something for the Warriors, and I was out there shooting a trailer mm. for, for another film, and we linked up. But anyways, Video Chris was the um, guy in charge of all of Diddy's video, like anything video was video Chris. Wow. And so, um, the first project we did was with Cassie. Um, matter of fact, she was doing it. I forgot the name of this. I think it's called, I know what you want. She was, she kind of like remixed one of Kendrick Lamar's songs and, um, with like a hip hop vibe. But anyway, so we shot the, um, the Cassie video and he kind of, um, introduced me to, you know, just, uh, you know, different, different, like, you know, a different clientele. So, you know, I work with Cassie and then with, with, with that team, you know, we, we, uh, work with Rick Ross. It was, it was crazy. Cause I was just driving. I was actually going, um, I started taking acting lessons, not to be an actor, but to be a better director. So I was actually on my way to, to acting class one day. And I remember cause classes were like at noon and then Chris hit me at like 1150 and he was like, Hey, you want to shoot this Rick Ross video? And I was like, uh, yeah. And he was like, all right. He's like, he's like, all right, I'm about to book your flight. It's going to leave at 3 o'clock. So be at, be at the airport at 2 o'clock. And I was like, okay, I, I guess I'm turning around. So, 
So yeah, I, 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 I hit a U-turn, <laughs> went to the house, <laughs> went to the house, grabbed my, uh, you know, grabbed a couple clothes, you know, grabbed some, grabbed some, some gear, some camera gear, and uh, went to the airport, and um, and then yeah, we we went to um, we went to Rick Ross's house. It was just, it was really a small oh crew. It was really God. just me and him, and then we went, we yeah. met up with Rick Ross. We were just chilling at his house. It was. It was crazy, and then he had like a couple boats outside, and um, wow, he's like his house was like in Boca Raton, it's like right on the water, but it wasn't like hella people at the mm-hmm. house. It was just like him and his girl, mm-hmm. and then just me and mm-hmm. me and Chris, and we were just there like chilling, talking to him, and figured out what we wanted to do, and you know, I mean, honestly, we were on some gorilla, you know, we we're gorillas so we you know i mean every now and then we got we got permits but most of the time we're on some gorilla stuff especially (laughs) with music videos kenya knows how we do we just we get it yes lord i was gonna say i got about 27 stories oh yeah she's like she's like wait a minute we don't have a permit no we don't got no permit let's shoot let's go permits (laughs) (laughs) but uh so yeah, you know, so we Lord. we went we shot that out in Boca. It was cool, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've worked with a lot of great artists. Um, the uh, I, the I did a project with Kendrick Lamar. I was actually with with E Forty's son Droopy. Shout out to Droopy. He's a dope producer and um, mm. and an artist. And uh, and we get down on Xbox Live a lot. We get on that uh, that NBA Two K eighteen, but. Uh, and that, and that PUBG for those that that are in the first person shooters, but um, moving on, um, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, I'm gonna we make had, sure had, my son hears that because my son is all about yeah yeah all about that. But go ahead. Keep yeah going. yeah no, nah, I mean people can relate. They're listening. We got to make sure and and you know connect to your audience. All ranges, all age ranges, and all, right. all ranges, right. all, all demographics. Yes, there we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Because you're going to be sharing this. Yes, you you got you're going to be sharing because yeah. you need to let all your people hear your story. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely, duh. <laughs> absolutely. So, um, but anyways, um, where were we at? Oh yeah, yeah. So, oh, well, oh you, so, Droop, so Droopy had a connected. song with, with Kendrick yeah. Lamar. This was right before Kendrick Lamar blew up. Um, I mean, he was signed to Dre and everything, but uh, he hadn't come out with that first album yet, and he was like the most anticipated artist or whatever. So, anyways, we um, it was actually that was kind of a similar situation. It was like this is this is did I, I forgot where was I? I don't know. Anyways, Droopy just hit me and he was like, "Hey," um, he was like, "Kendrick Lamar is going to be in town tomorrow. You want to shoot a video with me and him?" And I was like, duh. <laughs> and he was like, and he was like, okay, well, you, we got to shoot it tomorrow. So figure out what it's going to be and call me back. I'm like, okay, wow. wow. So, <laughs> wow. yeah, so that was, I and had to scramble and that, figure that out. This is, but you were ready. Like, oh, I stay ready. Yeah, that's the point. Oh, yes. I stay ready. I stay yeah. ready. Stay ready. So, right. yeah, I mean, and, I mean, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you, I mean, I'm a director and a producer, so those that aren't familiar with, like, a producer, like, the the role of, of a producer in film is essentially to, you know, to get everything together, get the locations together, get the crew together, perhaps, you know, help get the talent together or whatever, and, you know, and, and so, you know, that's something that, because I, I came from a do-it-yourself 
You know what I mean? I'm in the streets. I'm I'm, I'm doing mm-hmm. it. You know, I, that's that's the background that I came from. So that's what I know. That's what I'm used to. I'm used to just mm-hmm. figuring it out myself. And I work with another cat out in Oakland um, named Filthy Rich. You know, we shot a lot of stuff. Shout out to Filthy. And I mean, Filthy would do the same thing to me all the time. He'd be like, Filthy was like a, a super hard worker. And he would record a song and he would hit me like immediately. Like, I just recorded a banger. We got to shoot tomorrow. And I was like, right. okay, <laughs> well, send me the song so I could figure out what we're going to shoot. But yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, and that's, you know, I just, that's what I was used to. Like, I'm a fourth quarter specialist. It's nothing. Like, it's fun for me. Yeah. I mean, of course, sometimes it's good to have some more time. But at the, at the same time, mm-hmm. sometimes you're working with artists that don't have a lot of time. You know what I mean? Particularly mm-hmm. like, you know, bigger artists like a Kendrick Lamar or whoever. It's like they might just be in town for they're in town for the day and they're and it's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you got to figure it out. Or, you know, I mean, other artists, like I said, I work with Filthy Rich a lot and he he would just be inspired. He would create a song and immediately be inspired to want to shoot something to it. So. I got to be ready. And so, yeah, I stay We're ready. ready I stay ready life. with ideas. I stay ready with my mm-hmm. camera. And, you know, because, you know, I'm a director, but I like to shoot myself, uh, you know, oftentimes because I kind of already know what I want to do. So it's easier for me to just do it rather than tell somebody, oh, I want you to get the shot like this. Like, I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to tell anybody. You know, I mean, it, I mean, it depends. Sometimes it's good to, you know, to work with somebody who who you know, work with somebody that that'll shoot and then you can just focus on other things. So it kind of depends, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm that type of person. I'm a hands-on person that, you know, that likes to stay in control as much as I can in order to create the vision that I already have in my mind. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Cause I'm, I feel well, like I'm kind of rambling I, a little no, bit and no, you guys haven't Dan, asked Dan, a question you know in like I'm 26 s- minutes. No. So I know because you're giving such good stuff and, and I don't want to take over. I always feel bad because I, I, I always have these burning questions and, and statements, but I have to say this because when you talked about being, you know, you, your work ethic is unreal. And one of the things I think work, you know, we've done, I don't know, even know how many videos we've done together now, Damon. I think we've done like four or five. Yep. Somewhere Probably about five. That. But yeah, but in working with you, you have taught me so much in terms of how um, on so many levels, because with you being the producer and director and me being an independent artist. And so not having these in between people that are just handling stuff, you and I have to communicate constantly (laughs) when we're doing, you know, shoots and, and, you know, when it's time for the editing. And so you've taught me so much in terms of how a video how a shoot should go, how, um, you know, when it's time to, you know, how you should be within the shoot placement timing. You know, I I think my hardest video shoot with you was Wednesday girl. Um, and I wanted to murder you because it was so freaking long. It was like, all (laughs) we started early in the morning. It was Atlanta. For some reason it was 20 degrees in Atlanta. It never gets 20 degrees in Atlanta. So it was freezing. And the majority of the shot was outside and I was so cold and we had to do evening and it was just, it was a lot, but you, you remain and you always remain so calm and everything. So it taught me so much about the process. And so what it's allowed me to do as a coach, as you know, coaching other artists. And it's funny, I have a video shoot actually that I'm, 
I don't know, maybe I'm the producer. No, but I'm coordinating this this coming weekend, actually. Um, and I feel really confident in working with the videographer and everything. And it's all, I know for a fact, it's all coming because of our relationship. And wow, you know, how you. much I've learned. Yeah, no, how much I've, because I'm a learner too. I like to, you know, be able to understand what's going on. I don't want to just show up and you know, be cute with my hair and makeup. Like I, I actually am like, okay, you know, I, I want to have an understanding of the, of the process, not so much of, you know, the camera that you're using and stuff, but just kind of the process so that I can make sure, you know, and it's really, it's informed me. And so it's helped me so much being able to coach other artists in reviewing their videos and going through their treatments and, you know, having them understand all, you know, timing, um, you know, if you're going to do this shoot, you know, you shouldn't be trying to do a shoot for three days. Why are you, why is it taking you three days to do a shoot? Like that doesn't make any sense. Be efficient. <laughs> you know, all of these things, mm-hmm. <laughs> all of these things. And so I think artists, you know, when you're listening to this, if you're, and most of the artists that we try to target for this podcast are independent because we're trying to teach people, you know, how to do things on their own. I think, you know, one of the questions I had was, or this is, this will be a tip is what can you tell artists when looking for a videographer? And, um, because I think sometimes there, there's some whack videographers out there, Damon, like there, you know, and lot, (laughs) lighting is all off and all kinds of technical, like I now see all that stuff. Like I can tell all the technical stuff just from you and I working together. And, you know, when we go back and forth on edits and and you'll explain to me why you can't do this or why you can do that. Um, But, you know, a lot of artists, they don't know, you know, they're just like, okay, well, I'm just going to get a videographer or I, you know, what tips would you give artists in trying to find videographers to do, you know, their music videos and so forth? I mean, I would say, of course, number one, you want to look at, you know, the reels of those people that you want to work with. And, you know, you kind of, you want to, you want to try to find somebody that has a, similar style or a vibe to what you're trying to do. I think, um, that's number one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But of course, a lot of times these decisions are driven by finances or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. So sometimes mm-hmm. people are just kind of stuck with, you know, they don't really, there isn't a lot of decision that can be made, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of indie artists, you know, are just working with, you know, their the money from their nine to five, their extra money from the nine mm-hmm. to five after they paid all the bills and everything. And and I understand mm-hmm. that because I've, I've worked primarily, I mean, I've, I've name dropped some big names or whatever, but most of the, you know, I've shot, I've shot hundreds of music videos and most of those are mm-hmm. with independent artists that, you know, just mm-hmm. the money is just coming out of their pocket. There's no big label money or, or anything like that. So, so I get it. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's sometimes you're, your budget dictates sometimes you have to, you know, you might have to work with like a student filmmaker, um, you know, that's going to mm-hmm. just basically shoot for free or shoot for whatever the cost is of, 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 you know, like the locations or whatever. Um, but you know, if you can, you know, you, you, you do want to try to hire a professional, um, and, and, it, and it, that's kind of dictated too by what genre you're in. Um, I'd say, or, or, or really, maybe not so much the genre, but the demographic of of your fans. So if your fan, mm-hmm. the younger your mm-hmm. fans are, the more forgiving they are, I think. So if your fans are like mm-hmm. fifteen to twenty five year olds, 
they're probably not really tripping necessarily on the quality of your video, like the physical quality of it. But, you know, if your fans are like older, like 30, 40, 50 ish, then, you know, it's got to have a certain look or they're not going to even want to check it out. Like it's got to, you know, they're, they're going to be expecting a, a certain level of professionalism. So, um, you know, so you got to keep that in mind <clears throat> based on, on the demographics of your audience. So, you know, but, um, but yeah, find somebody that, 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 you know, that you can vibe with as far as, as far as their style and, um, and have a conversation with them. Make sure you guys are on the same page because a lot of this, as you know, Kenya is, you know, is a relationship you have and communication and, you know, you need to make sure that you're working with somebody who, um, is going to fulfill your vision, you know, cause you know, obviously it's a collaborative affair. You got, you know, the, the, the videographer slash director, he or she has their own creativity that they want to, you know, inject into the project. And you as an artist have your, your thing that you want to, you know, make sure that's in there as well. So it's going to be a, you know, an amalgamation of, of those two worlds. So you have to make sure that you guys can communicate properly. So, you know, otherwise it's, it's, you know, it's not going to go well if, if they're dictating something and, you know, they're not listening to your ideas, obviously that's, that's going to be a problem. So, you know, having that conversation is key. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, referrals, I think referrals are good. Um, find, uh, cause, cause you can, you can learn a lot of that information through a referral that you couldn't necessarily learn through just a cold reel, you know, just watching a reel of somebody mm-hmm. that you've never met and you don't know anybody that they work with. So yeah, I think, uh, you know, referrals is always good. If you got a friend who's worked with this person before, they can kind of give you the scoop on how it is to work with them. And then, of course, at the same time, you're going to look at the reel, so you're going to see the level of quality and if it works for you. And, you know, and if you guys can work out the budget, then there you have it. Yeah, That was really helpful. Mm. Yeah, because I, mm. I, I don't think I've ever shot a video <laughs> for my project. Mm. So that, yeah, that's that's very, actually, yes, I did, sorry, I did. There was one, uh, she was actually a, a film student at Howard uh, Montre, shout out to Montre. She did. Uh, she went to London Film School. <laughs> she went to London Film School and uh, nice. and actually did some music for her documentary thing. So yeah, but yeah, she did one. That's the only promo video I have. But uh, but yeah, that's that's really helpful for artists that have no clue on on the first thing to, to try to shoot a video. I mean, that's it could be daunting when you when you've never done it before. So yeah. Yeah, it can be, but uh, you know, it's it's a really useful thing. I mean, of course, in this day and age of social media, you know, it's like uh, all the things that you can do to promote your project, and and you know, the social media is good and bad because you know, of course, it's great because you can you know promote yourself for free essentially, but at the same time, that means everybody in the world can promote themselves for free. So now you gotta like yeah. get a get you know you gotta be on the top of all that clamor. You gotta. You know, look at me. I'm over here. I make great music too. <laughs> and so, right, right. you know, yeah. so that's the the blessing and the yeah. curse of of all this great free promotion and all this great social media is everybody has access to it. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah, in this day and age, videos, it's like you got to really do it even though even though it might you know, a lot of artists are shy. 
a lot of artists just are cool with being in the studio and that's it you know they might love to sing and put out the album but they're not necessarily trying to be seen and i mean you know particularly with women I mean, women are scrutinized. You know, what does her hair look like? What is her makeup looking like? What about that outfit? Oh, those shoes. I don't know about that. You know, that doesn't go with that. So it's like, it's tough. But, you know, to put yourself out there because you're going to be scrutinized. But at the same time, that's just, you know, it, you know, if you want to go to the, you know, if you want to take things, you know, to the next level or whatever, unfortunately, yeah, got to get scrutinized. So. You know, so all the all, yeah. all the all the artists, all the indie artists out there that are that are scared to take that video plunge, just do it. Just do it. Don't worry about it. Just do it. Just go do it right now. Yeah. Right now. Hit pause yep. on this. Right now. Hit pause on this podcast <laughs> and do some research. <laughs> Call a friend that, that shot a video and ask him or her who they used yep. and go do some research and figure it out and make it happen. And yeah. then after that. Yeah. Hit resume on this and, and finish listening. Okay. And, and finish, finish it up. <laughs> I love it. No, you ah, uh, this is this is so good. And you know, we, we try to be time conscious, but you're giving really, really no there was no need to do an early music uh tip because what you're saying is so critical. And you just said something that I just want to kind of spotlight. Um, and then if Will has one more question, we'll do it. But I, you said if you're trying to get to the next level and that, you know, that's for me, you know, I, whenever when we worked, when I worked with you the first time, it was, you know, I, I was really just kind of only doing stuff in, in Chicago, you know, little local, small, you know, maybe a little restaurant, maybe a little venue, maybe a little showcase. But I knew that, you know, I'm like, I need to get to another level and I need, you know, I need the video to represent that. And so our very first video, you know, I was definitely nervous. I, you know, that's when he first mentioned this whole gorilla and no permit. And I'm like, wait a minute. And when you see Damon in person, he looked 10 years old. And I was just like, okay, what in the world have I gotten myself <laughs> into? What are you? I always tell you, you look 10 years old. I, but now that, now that I know you're not 10, you look way more mature. But I got a baby. Anyway. I'm a grown man. I got a newborn. You're a grown man. You, I'm you a grown a baby, man, dog. Right. You can't call me no 10 year old. <laughs> I've got but a daughter. I, she, and, she, looks, she looks up to me. How's she going to look up to me? You calling me a little kid. Aww. Well, see, I, I hope she looks up to me. Now, Actually, she doesn't know anything. She doesn't even speak funny. English. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> She's listening, though. But at any rate, so, yeah, when we first worked together, it was like, oh, my gosh. But I knew it was important for me to do this because I'm like, if I'm trying to get things to another level. I have to do this. And it turned out fantastic and, you know, definitely put me on what, what happened was people started to take me more seriously when I, you know, presented, okay, I got this video and it's not my cousin that shot it. Like this is a it's real video, video and you know, <laughs> no, it's, it's got that. scenes and, you know, a story, you know, like it's got stuff to it and it put me at the next level. And so when I was ready to go to the next, next level, the first person, and I always typically do this, I contact Damon. It's like, okay, it's time for the next level. And because I know that he's going to bring it. And I know that, you know, and that's the kind of relationship and I can kind of tell him, you know, what I want. And so I think it's important that artists understand the video is not just to get a lot of likes or, you know, to get, you know, a social media, you know, buzz. It's to get to the next level. And yes, for my demographic of music, I'm definitely, you know, I do soul and jazz. And so it's definitely that 35 plus 
audience. And you were exactly right. For them to take me seriously, you know, it has to be done at a certain level. And, you know, working with you, it really has has happened. So I, I think it's very important that people hear that when they're, you know, don't just choose the videographer because that's your friend or that's your... Is, are the, is, is the quality going to bring you, if you can, and I'm of this, this is what I believe in terms of budget. If you don't have the budget to get what you need to get, you need to maybe take a minute, you know, take a minute because I hate for you to spend whatever little money you do have on something crappy. Like wow. it's just, right. so now what? Yeah. <laughs> you, spent, I, I, you spent all the little money you had to look like a jerk <laughs> forever, forever on YouTube. Right, right, right. right. Forever on YouTube. Right. And so my thing is, you know what? Do it right. Do it right. So if you don't have, you know, if this videographer that you really want to work with and you see their stuff and they're telling you it's a couple grand or whatever, and you're like, well, but this person said they had to do for 500. It's like, okay, but, you know, really spend some time thinking about that because, you know, the quality this and video lasts, you know, video doesn't go away nowadays. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it just sits there, like you say, on YouTube, it lasts. Um, so yeah, those, so I, I could go on and on. I will, I'm sure. Do you have some last kind of oh, questions? I'm, I'm uh, not, I got a whole bunch of stuff, but yeah, we're, <laughs> and this is like one of our longest interviews. So, yeah, we uh, have and, to and it's a good go. thing. Yeah. It's a good yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah, we really pre- appreciate you, you coming on and, and you, it wasn't rambling. <laughs> it was uh, a mm-hmm. lot of great information a lot of detail, a lot of, you know, good tips. Uh, if, yeah. if you're ever trying to do a video, I mean, this this was listen to this podcast because <laughs> it'll give you all the, Absolutely. the insights. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. How can people follow you, Damon? How can they see your work and keep up with, you know, you got some new projects like you've mentioned? Uh, um, yeah, I mean, all, everything on social media is at Damon Jamal, D-A-M-O-N-J-A-M-A-L. Um, of course you can Google me and see stuff. Our production company is called in your face Filmworks, and you can go to in your face That's I N Y O F A C E F I L M.com. You can see literally, well, actually no, that's not true anymore, but you can see a lot of my work. <laughs> it used to be literally everything, but I decided to just yeah. tone it down a little bit cause it was getting out of hand. So it's kind of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there, but you can see, uh, you can see music videos, commercials, short films, feature films that I've done on there. So like I said, I've done hundreds of music videos. I've done uh, a half a dozen or a dozen or so documentaries. I've done, you know, probably a few dozen short films and I just finished my third feature film last month. So that's uh, that's where I'm at with things. So yeah, that's how you can, you can contact me. You can see me. Awesome. You can see my work, and hopefully you enjoy it. And if you do, reach out and and tell me something nice. Give me a compliment, or hire me, or <laughs> refer me to somebody, or send me. I like oatmeal raisin cookies. You can send me some virtual oh, cookies. Yeah. You know the cookie so emoji silly. that works. So I like silly. those. Yeah. yeah, you are a sweet tooth. Absolutely. You are. You, that's I remember. Yeah, you always have to have sugar. And here I am. That's the last thing, you know, I need around mm-hmm. me. But yeah. uh, well, thank you so much. And yeah, you guys, please look up his stuff. Um, and again, if you even just go to my, you know, 
my videos on YouTube, you know, Kenya MJ Music, you know, all the videos you're going to see, <laughs> David did. And I literally, you, you're just, you're a blessing. So thank you. And Will will have to, you know, we're going to do all these part twos and threes because, yeah, I didn't even get to bring up Ryan Kugler, but I won't say that. And everybody's like, what? Ryan Kugler? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> But let's just say that's another person. That's another one of Damon's boys. And so, you know, that's that's just to let you know the caliber and, and his circle and his relationships. So definitely, you know, check him out, guys. Check him out. Yeah, good times. Great. Thank you, though. But once again, All thank right. you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time and energy and, and you know, your, your thoughtful questions and comments. Yeah. Uh, great, great. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbizbiz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.